you are here live with me or if you're listening to the replay, either or, go ahead and find supportive posture. You can be seated, you can be standing, doesn't matter, but make a nice hollow channel for your breath. Whenever you are ready, take a nice deep breath in through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. And at the bottom of that breath, just sink in, let go. You know, new moons, they carry what we call apana energy. And it's the energy at the bottom of our exhale. It's the energy of release and letting go. It's the energy of Earth's gravity. And we really want to soak that in now and take advantage. So when you're ready again, deep breath in through the nose. Maybe with some sound out through the mouth. <sighs> Maybe a little loosen up, shaken up at the end of that breath. And this time I'm going to reach my arms overhead if you want to join me. Inhale, nice big stretch overhead. And exhale, just let those arms fall. <sighs> and let go. Ground in and arrive as you are tonight. So I am definitely in some creature comforts. I've even got my socks on. Staying cozy here at the studio. I got some water to drink. You might want to have something to drink. You might want to have something to write with if you want to take any notes. And pretty much that's all you're going to need. Just something to wet your whistle for the next hour and maybe something to take notes with. Otherwise, just bring yourself and your great energy to the circle. Okay, so let's dive right into things. Let's actually start with our elements, the suggested elements to work with this new moon in Sagittarius. I always like to start with the crystals to work with underneath the moon. So I have a couple of suggestions for you tonight. The first one's going to be snowflake obsidian. And I have a ton of this right now just like lying around. I was looking for a snowflake I don't know where that orb's coming from, by the way, because I don't have any, don't have anything on. Anyway, uh, snowflake obsidian. You can see it's kind of this dirty, snowy color in black. Of course, obsidian is always there to take away negative energy and help to purify and bring more positive vibes into the space. And then snowflake obsidian is a really nice one to use this time of year during the holidays, during the end of the year time, winter time, Sagittarius. Uh, this Sagittarius lunar cycle is going to welcome winter solstice on the 21st. So if you're just trying to bring more positive energy into this time where it is really, really dark, or if you have a lot of stress from the holidays, you might want to use that stone. Another stone that's great to work with right now is pyrite, fool's gold, and we're the fools because we learned recently, thanks to science, that pyrite, fool's gold, actually has a little bit of gold in it. So there is a lot of power in this stone, but it's a great one to use anytime you are trying to manifest more wealth. You can interpret that however you want. Maybe it's money, maybe it's something else. But whenever we're working with pyrite, we're allowing ourselves to um, invite more wealth in and we are increasing our own inherent sense of worthiness to receive that wealth. So great one to use if you struggle with receiving gifts and compliments this time of year, if you're struggling with worthiness in general, if you struggle with money or thinking about having more money, if you like kind of have this sense of hopelessness about your finances, any of that, I would highly suggest working with pyrite. And I keep this really wonderful pyrite piece I just wanted to share. I will show and tell with the crystals. This one stays at my studio. This was gifted to me 
by some of my students and it's got a beautiful little cluster of pyrite well actually it's got a couple of clusters there and we've also got some crystal quartz and i can't remember what the blacks i think it's tourmaline yeah i think it's black tourmaline so yeah just a nice little stone there to bring in a lot of good vibes to attract the wealth so this one stays in my studio in hopes that I attract a lot of wealth into my business. So you can use pyrite in um, like your place of work if that's where you earn money or you know maybe you have, um, you earn money through your computer so you put some pyrite there. Just don't put pyrite in your water whether you're taking a bath or whether you're drinking water and you wanna put a crystal in there. Don't do it with pyrite because it'll turn to sulfuric acid. We don't wanna consume that or come in contact with that. So be careful with pyrite, don't mix it with water. You don't want to water down your wealth. That's a good way to remember it. So don't water down your gold. Don't water down your luster and your shine. Kind of a lesson right now with this new moon. And if you need to be reminded of that, maybe also work with pyrite. You could also maybe work with goldstone. I don't have any samples tonight, but goldstone is another nice one, more of a man-made stone, but really pretty and attracts wealth as well. You could do blue goldstone, red goldstone. There's several different types out there. Finally, I was just working with good old crystal quartz, especially if you can get a point or a, what we call, this is a generator. So one of the things you wanna try to do around this new moon in Sagittarius or this Sagittarius lunar cycle is focus your energy. So fire is an energy that can spread all around. It can get out of control really fast. The same can ha happen for your energy right now during the holiday season and towards the end of the year, the beginning of the year. So anytime you're using like a pointed crystal or a generator, that's just going to help to focus your energy and help to harness that in to be of better use. Also, just crystal quartz in general is an uplifting stone. It's a master generator, a master healing stone, and it also charges all of your other crystals. It can charge you up as well. I mentioned this is kind of the darkest time of the year. We're in this time of winter solstice arising, more dark than light. So if you need just a little internal charging with your energy, you could have some crystal quartz around. This is also a great one to absorb negative energy if you are dealing with that. So if you don't have the obsidian or snowflake obsidian, you know, you don't have any pyrite or black tourmaline, crystal quartz is a really accessible option for you to use. And I'm gonna put a little plug in because I don't talk about this on this channel very often, but side note, I do have four beach yoga retreats coming up in the spring in April and May of 2024. They are in Panama City Beach, Florida. And the reason I chose that destination is because not only do I love it, but the sand there is made of crystal quartz. They have actually tested the sand and it has been proven to be made of crystal quartz. So when you go on my retreats, you literally practice in crystal quartz sand and surround yourself with crystal quartz sand and energy every single day. So maybe head over to my website, venalinae.com, click on retreats, check it all out if you're interested. This is Sagittarius moon energy, by the way, and Sagittarius is the cosmic explorer, the cosmic traveler. So this is a good time to think about where do you wanna travel in 2024? What kind of trips do you wanna take? Do you wanna take a yoga retreat? If so, maybe think about doing that. So back to crystal quartz. Great one to use for earth element. Now, I actually, I can't believe I did this. Um, I'm going to go grab 
my smudging stick. I don't even know if I have fire here, but I have fake fire. I'm gonna go grab my smudging stick. I have to take my microphone off so I don't lose you. But um, we need some smudging. So even if I don't have a stick, I've got a spray. So give me two shakes here, I'll be right back. what I get for not being fully prepared. And if you just signed on and you're like, where is she? Here I am, I'm here. Maybe somebody could have let her know. <laughs> hey, Diane, good to see you too. I'm glad you're alive. Good to hear from you. Hey, Heather, hey, Sandy. Say hi to everybody while we're catching back up here. Okay, let's move on to our next earth element, sage, smudging sticks, anything that we can do to purify the air. New moons are about new beginnings. So we want to try to have a fresh space to work in. And especially here, we're in, you know, circle, we're in sacred space, we're in ritual here. So we really want to make sure this is a pure space. I also just got done with clients back to back. So I want to make sure this energy is here for us and not any lingering energy from anybody that's been here that I've been working with. So I am combining this white sage with fire, our second element, and eventually we're gonna see our third element, there it is, smoke, or wind, or air. And I'm just going to take a moment, first off to see where that smoke is traveling. It's kind of just traveling up and out, which I would guess would happen here at the studio, but it's not going to you and it's not going to me. So clearly we need to purify the space. It's always good to watch the smoke and see where it goes. Or if you're having a burning ceremony, watch the patterns of the smoke, watch what burns and what doesn't burn. It can be really interesting. So I'm going to go around here in a clockwise direction just to cleanse the energy around me, around you, around all this tech that we're working with and the space. And sorry, I think it's burned out. Well, it's just a tiny bit of smoke still burning, but that burned out pretty quickly. So it's also good to see how much smoke is produced. If it's a lot, shows that you really need to smudge a space. I did a space recently that it was just like blazing the moment I lit it up. And I kid you not, after I, after I staged this house, I put it outside because I was like, it's just going to have to smoke and go out there. I talked to the person for like 15 minutes, came back out. It was still going. I stuck it in the snow, pulled it out. It was still going. So I had to gather up snow, throw it in a thing throw the smudge in there and just drive. So my car just got smoked out, <laughs> smelled like sage for like three days. So yeah, when we don't have a lot of smoke, that shows that you're in a pretty pure space. And of course we're in my studio right now and I really keep this a good, peaceful, pure space. So we're good, we're smudged and good there. So moving on to our 
Fourth element, water. Stay hydrated. I got a big old bottle of water here. I think it's close to a liter. It's in a plastic bottle. I know, I recycle, don't worry. But stay hydrated. You know, I think we get too caught up in the water thing sometimes. Like I even find myself sometimes like not bringing a plastic water bottle to yoga because I'm like, oh, people are gonna judge me because I'm using a plastic water bottle. But sometimes I'm in a hurry and I'm on the go and I don't have a water bottle with me or it's empty because I drank it all and I run into a store and grab a bottle of water and I recycle it. So, you know, we do what we can where we can. Please stay hydrated right now. Part of this is because we are in a fiery lunar cycle. Sagittarius is a fire sign that is going to dry us out. We might feel a little overheated as well. The water helps to cool us. Also, there is this tendency right now to kind of focus on what we need to survive. Of course, it's the holidays, so we're doing a lot of spending and we're buying a lot of wants and not needs. But then with that, there is this inherent like, how do I explain this? Okay, so in my yoga classes, I've been explaining that right now we have um, a lot of tightness in the hips and the low back going on with a lot of people. And that's because sacral chakra is where worthiness is. It's where spending money kind of happens. And then also our root chakra is all about survival and security. So when we start spending more money than usual, even if we're financially secure, it's just out of our normal. And we start to feel inherently like primitively worried about survival. So we tighten up around our glutes and around our hips and around our root chakra and around our sacral chakra and we start to have problems there. So what I'm getting to is just be careful with your energy, right? And you know, making sure that you're staying hydrated is just like a really easy way for you to help to lubricate your body and help to, you know, some of those tight spaces, it can help to loosen up those tight spaces and just help you loosen up overall. Also, um, when we consume water, it makes us more fluid and we feel more secure just by tasting water or drinking water, going back to that survivalist um, theme. When we hear water, when we taste water, when we see water, it makes us feel more secure because we are made mostly of water and we need water to survive. So I never really understood, number one, water is my missing element in my birth chart, but I never understood why even in like high school, I carried around a bottle of water. Like I have always carried around a bottle of water, like an algae or something forever, decades. And I know because my home life growing up as a child was so not secure. I mean, moving around a lot, not knowing if we were going to eat, not knowing if the lights would be on, not know, you know, not even knowing where we were going to live next year. I think that I have this inherent need for survival by water and just like feeling secure with having water around me. So that was a really long explanation to tell you to drink more water right now, but drink more water and that will bring in your water element. But you can use aromatherapy as well. You know, I'm a fan of the oils, so I always suggest some oils to work with. Tonight, I only brought in Madagascar vanilla. I suggest working with vanilla this time of year because it uplifts your mood and your frequency. This is a time when our um, 
we just traversed through this Scorpio lunar cycle, which was kind of heavy and dense and intense and shadowy and moody. And with that, now we're shifting energy into Sagittarius and we start to feel a little bit more joyful, a little lighter, a little bit more lighthearted. Um, we don't take life so seriously. We don't get down or um, so stressed out about things. But if you're struggling with that, if you still need to uplift your mood or kind of lighten up a little bit, highly suggest vanilla. It's a really great way to enhance your frequency and also just to make you feel good and uplift your mood. Most people smell vanilla and they're just, mm, that's what they say mm, when they smell it. So everybody loves a good vanilla. If you don't have Madagascar vanilla, a couple drops of real um, like Mexican vanilla and water boiling on your stove can be really nice. It can also mix well with citrus oils. So those are the other oils I would suggest working with tonight are citruses because they also uplift frequency and uplift mood. They enhance the solar plexus chakra, which is where we actually find our joy. And so lemon can be really good to kind of wake you up and focus your energy and heighten your senses. Also lime, lime oil is the zest of life and so that one can help to make you just feel joyful and playful and also kind of be in that holiday spirit you also might want to work with bergamot this time of year because bergamot supports the solar plexus in the sense of confidence and empowerment really great for women especially um you know, if you're feeling a little less confident going into your next year, or if you've got big dreams that you want to work on, you know, Bergamo can help you feel confident about working through those dreams and stepping into your power and your control to really take charge and go after your life and after those dreams and make them happen. So citrus oils, vanilla, all great things to use for your water element in this lunar cycle. Finally, we have the fifth element. It's the ether. It's this place we're connecting, the internet, social media. Maybe you're listening to the replay on my podcast or watching it on my YouTube or watching it on my website, or maybe you're here live on Instagram. But when we connect through the ether, it upholds past space and time. Right now, this pyrite that I brought in tonight, that's all super sparkly. If you're feeling that, if you're into that, soak it in, here you go. You're absorbing the energy of it right now. This crystal quartz generator, Right now, pointing that point to you, I'm focusing good vibe energy to you. So you receive the energy even though you're there and I'm here because we're moving beyond the boundaries of dimensions of space. That's something that's magical about the ether. Also, the energy of the ether gets enhanced the more and more people tune into it. So over time, people will tune into these replays and recordings of this circle. And even maybe down the road, you'll go back and reference. But when people do that, it enhances the energy even more. So you could watch this moon circle 10 years from now, five years from now, 20 years from now, and it's going to feel even more magical than it did tonight. So something to take in mind. If you ever need like a little bit of this energy down the road, maybe you come back to the circle and do the practices here. So now that we've brought in our elements, and by the way, if you don't have these elements, don't worry about it. They're just suggestions. Of course, you have absorbed the energy tonight by being here, but you can also work with your own elements, work with whatever you feel called to. You can keep it very simple, you know, for earth energy, it's your own body showing up. I'll go grab some dirt or some sticks outside or grab any crystal. It doesn't matter for your fire energy. Well, that's pretty obvious. Get a fire going, 
light a candle. If you can't light up a fire, bring up a digital fire on your TV or your phone. Um, if you need your water, pretty self-explanatory. If you need your air or wind, use your breath. So there are ways to use practical magic, practical elements to bring in things. We don't have to use these specific suggestions that I'm bringing in. Okay, to enhance the power of our circle now, I do want to invite in the guides and guardians of these five elements, and you can always join me in this prayer or simply listen and absorb the experience. I'm going to take a moment to close my eyes for this process. I'm going to take a deep breath to get started. And I'll begin by inviting in the guides and guardians of the east with their element of air, giving us the opportunity to, fresh, to take fresh breaths and you know, invite in this feeling of new beginnings. This is not only a new moon, but it is the last lunar cycle of the year. This will carry us over into 2024. We know we only have a few weeks left with this year and there are new beginnings on the horizon. So we invite in the guides and guardians of the East to our circle tonight for more guidance, more direction, and we thank them for being here in our circle tonight. I also invite in the guides and guardians of the south with their element of fire burning strong with this Sagittarius moon. Fire is the energy of taking action. It's the energy of change. It's an energy that spreads very quickly. And so we trust in this energy as we harness it now to move us forward into the new exciting adventures of our next chapter. And we also take action on our dreams and intentions now with the spark of this fire in our heart. We thank the guides and guardians of the South with their element of fire for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the West with their element of water, helping to purify us always. The moon is always affecting the tides and it affects our internal tides, our internal waters, our emotions. If we feel emotion under this moon, we welcome it so we can process it and let it flow. We also reference water to time and we ask ourselves to be present with this new moon, with this lunar cycle, day to day, really focusing on what we're trying to create in our future, but being present with those goals and intentions in our day to day as well. We thank the guides and guardians of the West for being in our circle with their water tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the North with their element of earth, helping us to ground into Apana energy with this new moon, helping us to feel more stable and secure. We call on our ancestors, those that have lived here before us, those that are preparing to be here after us. We call on them to guide us. And we're thankful for all of the elements from this earth that we're bringing into our circle tonight. We thank the guides and guardians of the north for being present. And finally, we invite in the guides and guardians of the fifth element, the ether, the akash, the angels, the archangels, the deities, the cosmic beings, the people and entities and beings that we might not know yet. Source consciousness, source energy. We invite it all in for guidance and direction. We thank the guides and guardians of the fifth element for being in our circle tonight. Hmm. 
With that, our circle is officially, officially open. Welcome to all who may have arrived during that time. Let's talk a little bit more about Sagittarius. We moved into Sagittarius season two weeks ago, and we have two weeks left, but we've been ruled by Scorpio. And we still kind of are now. We'll talk about that in Vedic astrology. But Scorpio, the last new moon was in Scorpio, and whatever sign is aligning with the new moon, that energy will carry over into the entire lunar cycle, even if you shift zodiac seasons. So we shifted into Sagittarius season, but we were ruled by a Scorpio lunar cycle. So it's been a really interesting mix of energy. Shout out, raise a hand if you felt that. I know some of you have because you've been sending me messages. Um, it's a tug and war between the it's a tug of war between your joy and your sadness, your grief and your growth, your letting go and your receiving. It's this really interesting dichotomy of energy that is causing us to feel kind of caught up in between like a divorced parental battle. <laughs> I don't know. Like we're, we're in a cosmic like parental, like back and forth tug of war or something. And it can be really intense. But the good news is now we're moving into Sagittarius season. And officially with this Sagittarius new moon, we will start to feel a shift more towards our light. We will lighten up. We won't have so much shadow work to do. That's not to say that we won't have some of it with Mercury retrogrades coming. But we should be able to handle it all a little bit more. This Scorpio lunar cycle we just navigated maybe made us feel just like kind of emotionally overwhelmed, checked out, kind of just like peopled out, done, don't want to deal with it, just want to retreat to our cave, isolate in the desert, have nothing to do with anybody. And that's what we've needed. We've needed to spend more time alone. We've needed to be in our spiritual practices. We needed to take our medicine. We've needed to be with ourselves breathe with ourselves, sit with ourselves, and really kind of let those wounds come up and air out and heal. But now, we should be a little bit better. And Sagittarius says, hey, you've been working so hard on yourself. Let's have a little fun. Let's celebrate the holidays. And then let's get ready for this big, exciting year to come, this 2024. It's not often that we in the cosmic world, in the astrological world, it's not often that we work on goal setting or resolutions or manifestation work at the beginning of the year. However, with Sagittarius carrying us over into the new year, it is absolutely a time to start working on those dreams. And really it's time right now, not in two weeks with the new year. It's, it's happening now. This is when we start to pick up the momentum to carry us forward. Now, if you don't focus on your dreams and your intentions right now, and you want to take a break and just like wrap up the year and celebrate the holidays, cool. That's your journey. You will have another opportunity with the Lunar New Year in February to really go after the goals and dreams that you want to create in this life. But if you're ready to get started, if you're a goal getter, you're a goal setter like Sagittarius and you want to just go ahead and, you know, get that target in front of you and pull back your arrow and get ready to take aim or go ahead and take aim, follow through, take action, take little small steps towards your dreams or big steps towards your dreams. You have the energy and the support and a little bit of the momentum to start working towards that now. So get excited for Sagittarius lunar cycle 
it's a good one. It's probably one of my favorites because Sagittarius likes to, well, they don't like to play small. They like to go big or go home. They're ruled by Jupiter, largest planet in our galaxy, and they're big, big energy. And if you've ever met a Sagittarius, you know, they're very big energy. They're very supportive, very optimistic. I like to call them the cosmic cheerleader. So you do have a lot of support to go after your dreams right now. You also have some support to cut ties or burn away what is holding you back. What is tethering you back from moving into this next evolution, moving into this next chapter, moving into this dream life that you envision or this purposeful goal that you're trying to reach? What is holding you back from that? The fire of this lunar cycle, don't let Sagittarius's like friendliness fool you, right? Like don't let this fool's gold fool you. There's gold in there. Sagittarius is so positive and so optimistic and so supportive and just a joyful type of energy, but they're fire. Don't forget that. And if there is somebody that has wronged a Sagittarius, they will burn that bridge or they will burn with the fire or they will pull back their weapon and launch without hesitation, okay? We are going to harness that energy right now. We're done playing nice. We're done tiptoeing around. We're done walking on eggshells with people. We've got to decide right now whether they're coming with us or not. Are you coming with us into the future, into 2024 and beyond? Do you want to bring some of these people in your life with you into your dream life? Or are they holding you back from getting there? Because if they're holding you back from getting there and you continue to have a relationship where they're taking that power and that control and that energy, you're never going to get here where you're trying to get. Okay, we're going to do a really cool practice tonight to help you with this. But this is just something to consider. You know, Sagittarius loves to gift people that you know they gift with compliments and 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 they shower with kindness but they also like to gift physically like give money give material things and they never expect anything in return not really what they're really looking for is just kindness in return or a smile or a thank you or a compliment back or to be treated nicely when they actually get reciprocated in the same way they're kind of surprised by it they're caught off guard so another um, archetype I call sad Sagittarius, the Santa Claus of the Zodiac. They have this way to kind of give, give, give and, and, you know, support, but eventually they're not going to keep giving to a person that's not showing growth or giving back or, or, you know, showing some sort of gratitude or appreciation in some way. So think about right now, the people in your life. Who do you exchange with on a regular basis? Do you have family? Do you have friends? Do you have a romantic partner? Do you have some sort of business partner? Do you have clients? How do you interact? Maybe you just like to hang out on social media and talk to people. Maybe you're a gamer and you talk to people on your games. You know, how do you interact on a day to day, particularly with people? Okay. We're just going to put people in there. Now, Think about your dream life, just very briefly. Think about your dream life, where you want to be, where you want to live, what do you want to do, all of that. Are there any of those people that don't belong in that story? Okay? And if there are, you let them go with peace and ease right now. You don't have to be a jerk. You don't have to like, well, I'm not your friend anymore, right? 
can you set a, a boundary that is set with kindness? Can you start to sever a tie? Can you cut a cord, but can you do it peacefully? Maybe you just literally, like I was talking to a friend of mine who was like, ah, like this person wants to like go to lunch and then they just got a lot of drama and like, it's going to bring up other drama and like, I don't want to deal. And I said, yeah, just cancel. Don't even give an excuse. Just, Hey, I can't make it. Hopefully we can get together again. And you never have to get together again because you probably won't because you rarely see that person, right? So setting the boundaries with the people that you don't want to bring along, it sounds really complicated. It sounds like it could require a lot of like drama to process or, you know, just maybe there's some cattiness involved. But honestly, a lot of times these people that you need to let go of, if you just distance if you just change and evolve and just kind of like don't look back many times it won't even make a difference those people just kind of fall behind because they're not vibing on your level anymore so don't make it too complicated but give yourself permission you know use the holidays as an excuse you've got things with your family or at first of the year i've got to focus really on these goals right now i don't have a lot of time to hang out whatever it is it's time to use your fire to burn away that connection. I'm going to take a drink for just a moment. Looks like a couple people have agreed with me about um, Scorpio season or Scorpio lunar cycle being a little crazy. Okay, let's talk a little bit about Mercury retrograde because this plays into things as well. Mercury goes retrograde tomorrow or tonight, kind of in the middle of the night. Mercury is the planet of communication. This is where we're going to play into relationships as well. If you are the better friend, you're the one that always calls, you're the person that's always like showing up, you're the person that's always there holding space, but it's not the other way around, okay? Let that person go, let him go. Also, with Mercury retrograde, it's a time when people from our past tend to kind of rise up. We've already been kind of dealing with that with the shadow season of Scorpio kind of playing into things, but Mercury retrograde is going to continue the theme and we might continue to have people from our past rise up. When those people rise up, you need to ask yourself, why are they here? Why haven't they been here before? Why have they been here consistently? Why are they showing up now? Is it to mend the bond for the better and enhance the relationship or is it to cause you some stress, cause you some drama, cause you some, I don't really want to deal with this person, right? Again, when these people rise up out of nowhere, ignore. You don't have to block. You don't have to say anything. Just ignore it. It's all good. You don't have a relationship with that person anyway. So for them to rise up out of the shadows, you know, if, if it seems weird, if it seems sketch, trust your, your gut, trust your spidey senses, but you can always ask, you know, like dig in, dig in and get the details and really see what's going on there before you open that person up um, to more. Because like I said, this lunar cycle rules into the new year and so does Mercury retrograde. It does not go direct until the night of January 1st. So this truly is a time for us to really analyze the energetic exchanges that we are going through and make sure that all of our friendships and partnerships are aligning appropriately for us, for our better good, for our higher evolution, for our next chapter, not necessarily where we are right now. Now, Mercury is the trickster 
it is a tricky energy. It deals with travel. It deals with trade. Um, might have some issues if you're traveling this holiday season, so be patient. Sagittarius is the cosmic traveler, so you might be traveling, but you need to be patient with your travel. You might have um, logistic issues with packages arriving for the holidays, shipping and whatnot, things getting lost in the mail. Don't be surprised. There's also a recommendation to not buy big expensive things during Mercury retrograde because those things can break or you can have buyer's remorse. There can be just a lot of issues on the other side. Also avoiding any sort of tech purchase or dealing with tech in any way because Mercury does rule the ether. <laughs> so we want to be careful there. We want to take care of our throat chakra this lunar cycle because Mercury rules our throat chakra, which means that we want to be speaking with pure intentions and pure communication and messaging. But also we want to be careful of our thymus, really maintain our wellness and make sure that we're tending to our health this season. Finally, Mercury can cause you just to have like muffled conversation, like mixed messages, message not received, people getting triggered, everything's like not quite what you meant it to come out as. So just be really careful with your conversations. Maybe don't sign any contracts or do any business agreements. You know, don't have any important conversations over the next few weeks because it's not an energy to be doing that. It's probably going to uh, be a different conversation after the first of the year once Mercury is direct. Good old Mercury, good time. And three to four times a year, Mercury goes direct and retrograde, in case you were wondering, because people always say, oh, again? It's always, it's always spinning backwards. Well, yeah, it's got a shorter orbit than us, so it's going to pass us a few times a year, and usually that's three to four times. So, Embrace the Mercury retrograde. It helps us to get more clear about our relationships, about our purchases, about the way we want to travel. Um, if you want to make plans with travel in 2024, making the plan is key. Committing to the plan, maybe not until January 2nd or fully to the plan until January 2nd. So, I don't know. My retreats are pretty solid. <laughs> if you're considering one of those and you want to sign up before the end of the year and take care of an early bird discount, go ahead. But just saying in general, just make sure you really know where you want to travel if that's a commitment you're making during Mercury Retrograde. All right, let's journey over to the eastern side of the world. Let's talk about Jaista Nakshatra. This is where the moon is residing currently from... Vedic astrology's perspective. And this happens to be a lunar mansion that is the brightest star in the heart of the Scorpio constellation. It's called Antaraz. Antaraz is Mars's rival as far as like mythology of the planets and stars go. So it's an interesting energy because it's kind of like Sagittarius energy. Like Mars is fire, right? And Mars is very much like war and going to battle and fighting fire with fire. However, Sagittarius energy or this energy of Jesta is in the heart of the scorpion. So it's more about the fires of our passions to do better with ourselves and to be better and to act better. And we can still do that in a fiery spirit, in a fiery way, but it doesn't have to be so 
damaging or so much in a sense of going to war or going to battle. We can use our fire for many things. We can still make change. We can still spread quickly a message. We can still... Um, regenerate and grow because sometimes we do controlled burns right to renourish and replenish the land so fire has a really interesting energy it's all about how you control it and how you harness it and how you use it now jason nakshatra is represented by a ring or an earring but it's kind of this like marriage ring or matrimonial ring rings are a sign of commitment they're infinite, an infinite loop, and this is a star or a lunar mansion that encourages us to be in more commitment, both to ourself and the relationship to ourself and our needs and our wellness and our spiritual wellness and balance and our mental health, like all those things, but also the commitment to our energetic exchanges, our people, our friends, our family, our coworkers, our clients, all of those people that we interact with on a regular basis, again, we are looking for stronger commitments and more of a pure or um, kind of like a, a meta-based relationship. No, I don't mean meta from Facebook. I mean meta as an unconditional love, right? Unconditional love, true meta. This is what Jaystan Nakshatra is all about. This lunar mansion is also known as the eldest star or the eldest queen star. And it reminds us to carry ourselves about more like royalty, to live our life as if we're, we're royal and we're worthy of being treated like we're royal. If you have people in your life that are not treating you like the gold that you are, time to go, right? Um, it's the heart of the scorpion, but it's still the scorpion, Jason Nakshatra, right? So you're still getting some of that energy, same as Sagittarius, that, hey, if somebody's not quite right for you, get that stinger up and set a boundary. Or if somebody's not treating you well, not necessarily sting back, but just let them know that you're not going to stand for that anymore, right? It's time to shift the energy. You want authentic peer relationships that you can commit to for the long term because as we move into the future, not just this 2024, but as we start to navigate this age of Aquarius that's just starting to unfold, we need authentic people in our life. We need people we can trust. We need people that we can confide in, people that just appreciate us for our authentic selves. I mean, gosh, I show up here with no makeup and I don't do my hair and I, I'm all, <laughs> I'm in the grungies. I probably have a hole in my shirt somewhere because I've been working all day, but hey, I'm here as my raw true self because we're here to talk about the moon and you should be able to show up as your raw true self too. So Jason Nakshatra encourages us to kind of look at our relationships, to look at what's holy, to look at what is encouraging unconditional love and acceptance what is igniting our heart's fires, um, what's helping us to process the poison. You know, we think about the poison of the scorpion. You know, how are we dealing with the poisons of our life and the stress of our life and all these things that take a toll on us? Do we have people in our life that can help us move that through? Do we have people that care about us and want to check in on us and make sure that we're doing okay? All of this is coming into play right now, no matter really what side of the world you're looking at this moon from. It's time to get ready for your future and a golden, glimmering, joyful life and who you want in it to help you enhance that joy. So I want to do a practice tonight. 
very, very, very simple practice, meditative practice. Well, I don't want to say simple because it could be quite challenging, but we're just going to meditate tonight. We're going to do a little meditation. We're doing great on time. After we do our meditation, I'm going to um, talk about the tarot cards that I pulled for this new moon. And then um, just those couple of announcements that I mentioned I'd be talking about at the end of our circle. So whenever you're ready, I want you to just find supportive posture. If you can close your eyes, I want you to close your eyes. I really want you to be able to focus on this if you can. And I've already kind of had you do this, but I really want you to do it now. And I know this can get really complicated. We don't have a lot of time. Let's just bring in whatever we can in the moment. Bring in that dream life. I want you to really envision your dream life. If you could have the life of your dreams, and don't worry what it takes to get there. Don't worry about how to get there, the steps, if it seems impossible. Don't worry about how far-fetched it is. Just go there. And that's where the challenge comes in. But go there and act as if it is happening right now. Act if all the barriers have been removed and this life is here in front of you right now. With your eyes closed, where are you? Where are you? Where are you in the world? Maybe you move around. Maybe you don't stay in one place. Are there multiple places you want to go to? But where are you located in your dream life? And... What are you doing? Are you working? If so, what are you doing? Are you not working? If so, what are you doing? Do you have hobbies, interests, passions? Are you volunteering? Are you just hanging out and doing your days? Do you spend your days spending money? What do you do? Bring it in. Bring it in. It's happening right now and believe it's happening. I see myself basking on the sun on a beach in Florida, walking out of my home, I don't want to imprint on you too much, <laughs> but just bring to mind your dream. And then I want you to think about who's there with you, particularly people. Animals are great too, invite them in, but let's talk about the people that are there. And who is not there? Take note. If there's anybody in your life now that's not there and you don't want them there, take note. Bring into mind any more details that you can in just these few brief moments of your dream life. What does your house look like if you have a house? What kind of clothes are you wearing if you're wearing clothes? What kind of food are you eating? What kind of drink are you drinking? How do you go about your day, your night? What kind of weather is there? What does your bank account look like? Take a moment. Now, I don't want you to think about anything else except putting this dream life on an imaginary bullseye target. And it is right at the center of the bullseye. So just kind of take that whole dream, all those like visions, kind of compartmentalize them up into a little ball and stick them on a target, stick them on a bullseye, and imagine that bullseye out in front of you now. now at the center of that bullseye, you see your dreams. Now, you're going to imagine becoming the archer right now. Sagittarius is known as the cosmic huntress, hunter, archer. And you're going to imagine right now that you're standing there in front of that target and you're pulling back an imaginary bow and arrow. Now, before you can fire off that arrow, 
something gets in the way. Let's not make it a someone. Let's let it be a something. Maybe you just envision it as like a, a monster or a tree or like a blob of muck or kind of a, a wall of energy or just however you're seeing it. Bring in a barrier. And that barrier, that is everything that is blocking you from your dream right now. Everything that's blocking you from your dream life. Maybe you don't have the, the network. Maybe you don't have the money. Maybe you don't have the resources. Maybe you're not living there yet. And you know, you have no idea how you're going to get there. Whatever it is, all those barriers, all those excuses, all those limitations, all those things that block you from getting where you truly desire to be, let them take form in front of you, standing in the way of that target. Now I'm going to have you pull back that arrow if you haven't already. Maybe you're just building the momentum right now, building the potential. But as you get ready to shoot this arrow, you are going to imagine this arrow penetrating this blob of limits, <laughs> however it's coming into form. And you're going to imagine it all dissipating the moment the point of the arrow reaches this form. I want you to take a nice deep breath in through your nose. As you exhale, release your arrow. Let it dispel all of those limitations. They're gone. Now we haven't hit our target yet. The arrow went off after it hit the limitations. It bounced off the trajectory. It served its purpose. But we have a second arrow. And we're going to pull that back now and aim it right at that bullseye. There is nothing in our way now of reaching that target. And we have perfect aim because the universe is always divinely working in our favor to manifest what we desire for our greater good. So pull back that arrow now and aim it at that bullseye and take a deep breath in. And as you exhale, release your arrow, watch it land right in the center of that target, reaching your dreams with ease. When you're ready, blink your eyes open. So I like to do this actually in yoga class. Sometimes we'll do like a warrior two and I'll have them have an imaginary target or a barrier and just let that arrow go. Did you see the target? Did you see your dream life on the bullseye? Did you see the big blob or barrier? I felt like an invisible shield. <laughs> I was watching a thing about Wuhan in China and they invented a invisibility cloak and shield thing. Kind of envisioning that. And uh, you just got to push through it with your mind. So that's a really nice practice just to believe in yourself, just to believe that you can get rid of those, you know, barriers in the way. And also, you know, even if you have this big far fetched dream, if you can think it, you can be it. If you can believe it, it can happen. I once heard a thing that if we are thinking about a certain aspect of our future life that we're trying to create, like maybe we see ourselves becoming somebody or doing something or living somewhere or having a certain amount of money or whatever it is, if we dream that in our mind, there is a dimension in existence where there is a version of ourself living out that life already gets into quantum physics, time is relative. 
it can bend. You have the opportunity to jump dimensions, to jump evolutions. You can go to other places as long as you envision them in your mind. So believe in it. Harness this optimism of Sagittarius and believe that those dreams can happen. And you would be surprised how fast they can happen when you really put your focus on it and your belief on it, your hope, your heart, your fires. Okay. Hopefully that explains the energy of this moon, what's going on, how you prepare, how you navigate the rest of this year. I would like to explain the tarot reading I pulled for this new moon. And I have written about this, by the way. So I write about the tarot that I pull. I write about astrology seasons. I write about the moons, new moon, full moon. If you go to my website, venalinae.com, you can find it all there. Sometimes the things that I write are different than the things that I say as well. So it's just something that you might want to check out if you're looking for more. And if you're looking to learn a whole lot more about astrology, Every moon, every new moon, full moon season, eclipse, retrograde, etc. Stick around for a special announcement. I'm going to do a little prayer. Thanking these cards for being here. Before we go into this reading, I want to invite in the tarot, the message that they have to offer. We know that the cards do not lie. We know that they are another way for us to find deep wisdom and understanding. And we thank the cards for being in our circle tonight. So the first card I pulled for our past was the Page of Swords. And the Page of Swords says, I take care of the details and stay in control. This is from the Crystal Power Tarot, by the way. It has suggested crystals to work with, too. I wrote about these on my website, but this one suggests Ametrine. If you want to work with that, you can read more about why on my site if you want. Let's talk about the Page of Swords. Anytime you have swords, you are cutting ties and setting boundaries. And every time you have a page, you are given your first real opportunity or you are learning how to do this for real. And this is all we've talked about tonight, right? Like this is the energy of what we're doing. We've had shadow season in our past to let things come up and decide what we're going to let stick around and what we're going to let move through. We've had Sagittarius season move in with fire to help us to cut the ties that we haven't been able to fully do yet. And now we have the Page of Swords coming in as our past card to say, hey, you've done the work. You've rested. You've healed. You've taken your medicine. You've gained your wisdom. You've trained for battle. You've built your strength. Now go do it. You know what you have to do. Cut the cord, right? Set the boundary and make sure that you do it sooner than later so that you don't have this stuff carrying over into the next year. One thing I like about this card is you have all these little butterflies and feathers floating around. And the feathers there to kind of represent the um, divine process of letting go and, and releasing how we can cut ties and cut cords and set distance and boundaries with more kindness and more love. But also the butterflies represent kind of the um, transformation of energy. So, you know, when you let somebody go, 
they have an energy now to handle within themselves that wasn't going to you anymore and they can work on themselves more also you might experience grief when you end a relationship and with that grief you need to understand that you are creating space for something beautiful to come in you are transforming some really stagnant energy and you're creating a space for you to bring in the most you know beautiful form of creative energy in your mind that you could ever imagine so trust in the release it's always going to bring about space for new for our present card i have the lovers in reverse stone on there is rose quartz the message is i trust my knowing and make a commitment you can't make this up that you pull a card about commitment and right now our moon is in Jesta Nakshatra, which is represented by the commitment of a ring or a committed love or committed relationship. Now this card is upside down. So it's in protection message. It's in a warning because guess what? Mercury retrograde. It's happening tomorrow. We've already talked about it. We're going to have probably past lovers rise up out of the darkness it's just kind of a known thing that your exes show up whenever you're in mercury retrograde so if that happens during this time you really want to make sure that you are handling those exchanges appropriately maybe you don't answer the call at all or the text or the message or the dm you just let it go but if you do invite it in really understand how to handle the energy and know what to do because you don't want to get overwhelmed with it I also think this card is coming up upside down right now because we want to be careful about any sort of commitments, contracts, um, agreements, anything that's coming through. We really want to not like form any of that bond or connection until after January 1st. January 2nd, Mercury will be direct and it'll be a little bit better. We tend to have a lot of proposals during the holidays. A lot of will you marry me's, lovers in reverse, as your present card is kind of suggesting to not do that. <laughs> Don't propose during the next few weeks. Just don't do it. And don't buy anything expensive either that you've really, really loved and really, really wanted to buy like a house or a boat or a car or a motorcycle and it's the holidays. Don't do it. You will have remorse. Don't invite in friendships, romanticism, any of that unless you want it to stick around for a while. For our future card, we have the Ace of Cups. Always a good one to pull, especially on a new moon. I welcome new love and trust what it brings. This is dealing with Mercury retrograde. We're coming up in Mercury retrograde and that's going to bring up people and we're going to have to decide, do we need to cut ties or not? What this card is telling us is that every time we let go, we invite in somebody else. I mean, it's pretty much like the page of swords and the symbolism on the card, but now we're just like saying, hey, you know, cups are always about relationships and energetic exchanges and emotions. And when we have this ace of cups, it's the opportunity to begin again or form new beginnings. So you can form new bonds, new ways of exchanging your energy, or you can just create space to invite in new people and in um, 
the potential of that coming into your future. I also think it's interesting that we have a lot of blue on here because we should be dealing with the throat chakra right now. And the suggested stone to work with here is aquamarine, which is a deep, deep healing stone. So if you have anything physical, medical going on right now with your health, or if you're just looking for better like mental and emotional balance, aquamarine can really help you with that. Now, I went ahead and pulled a bonus card, and not something I usually do, but with this Mercury retrograde coming in, I just felt like we needed a message for it alone. And with that, I pulled the Five of Pentacles. The message on the Five of Pentacles says, I am supported and never alone. Do you see a theme here? <laughs> Five is about growth and a little bit about family. Uh, your Pentacles are always about fortune and wealth and gold. And when we have the Five of Pentacles, it's telling us that, hey, we kind of have to de-weed our garden. We have to get rid of the weeds in our spiritual garden so that we can grow. We have all this fortune, wealth, this wealthy life, this dream life. We have it waiting for us. It's literally like right there, just out of our grasp. But we're not going to reach it if we can't grow up and glow up to get there. So you need to find your inner circle. This is like the stone surrounded by these other stones. You've got to find your inner circle of people that you want to model your life after. Find your people that you can network with that want to help you and support you. Find people who believe in you as much as you need to believe in yourself. Find people who encourage you the way that you encourage them. It's all collaborative, right? So... Five of Pentacles, ruled by Malachite, by the way, another heart stone. So we have got Rose Quartz, which is a heart stone. We have got Malachite, which is a heart stone. These are stones that encourage us to live out of our heart, but also respect ourselves enough and respect our inner worth enough to love ourselves enough to let people go if they are not for our greatest good. It's all about people this time, sorry. It's not about jobs. It's not about commitments in any other way. It's about people. Get your people right this holiday season. Sorry if that was loud. I yelled and there's an echo in here. Get your people right. Get your circle right. Get your inner circle right. Let's talk about how to do that in an announcement. I'm going to stick around. I'm going to do it. I'm not even going to seal our circle. I'm not even going to end our circle until I talk about these announcements. It's going to take me like... 10 minutes max and then we'll be done so if you have any questions on the tarot if you have any questions on sagittarius season the sagittarius lunar cycle jason akshatra mercury retrograde any of it put it in the comments let me know okay announcement number one i've kind of announced it it's something i've had for a while haven't really put a lot of um, like effort into marketing and being salesy because Lord knows the holiday seasons, your inboxes just get like annihilated. Mine does too. But Conscious Creatress is a beautiful program, a digital program that I created in 2020. I open up enrollment a few times a year. This year, I open up enrollment like one time in the beginning of the year and that was it because I was dealing with allergies and I just didn't have the energy to hold space for people doing good now. I have the energy to hold the space. So I do have doors open to enrollment through Conscious Creatress. Again, I know several ladies on here have actually navigated the program. So if you want to put in the comment thoughts, opinions, testimonial, feel free to put that in the comments now if anybody's watching and maybe unsure about the program. 
What is the program? It is a program to help you enhance your magic and your manifestation. It is a program to help you work through your shadows and heal your wounds. It is a program for women and women only. Maybe I get backlash on that, but I don't care. It is womb oriented we talk about the womb we talk about the womb space it is okay if you do not have a womb if you have had a hysterectomy it doesn't matter you once had a womb you have the energetic space and there's something about women and their womb space and their sacral chakra and second energy center that is very very intuitive and magical and powerful and so we talk about the womb we actually talk about the cervix we talk about the uterus we talk about those things we talk about your menstrual cycle whether you're bleeding now or not we talk about natural fertility because you should be aligning your process of manifestation with your menstrual cycle if you are bleeding i'm going to say it again because it's that important if you are bleeding if you are a menstruating person if you're a menstruating woman and you are working on creating your dream life and you're going after goals, which you probably are because you're a woman, you need to align it with your fertility cycle. Now, what if you're menopausal? All good. I got ways to help you too. I actually work with a lot of women in their 50 pluses because that just seems to be what comes in. There's that generation of women that didn't have time for themselves until now. Now their kids are grown and they're retiring and they have more time for themselves. But I have worked with women of all ages in this container space. This is a program to help you get on track for the new year. This is why I have opened up doors now. They've been open for a few weeks. Enrollment closes in three days. Enrollment closes December 15th at midnight because that will be the final day of this new moon portal in Sagittarius. And then we start to shift energy. We go to the crescent moon and we move on to other things. So we want to harness the energy right now with Sagittarius if we're really working on our dreams through that container of a program. The program itself goes through four lunar cycles. So you're with me for four moons or months all together. You're with me for 16 weeks. We go through the first four chakras or what I call the four energy centers of manifestation. We go through your root, sacral, solar, and heart every month. So week one, month one, root. Week two, month one, sacral. Week three, solar. Week four, heart. Month two, week one, back to root back to sacral we repeat every time getting a little bit deeper with the work getting a little bit more intense and also bringing in more energy light and magic to those spaces so if you want to know how to heal your mother wounds your father wounds your sibling wounds your trauma wounds your birth wounds your witch wounds i have all of that in guided meditation to help you get there if you are looking to become more loving towards yourself and your menstrual cycle and your female parts and your female ways and your female energy i'm going to help you there if you are looking for practical tools beyond the vision board of cutting pictures out or making a Pinterest or a digital vision board. Those are great. I've used those. I have a better version. Shout out if you've used my version of a vision board. It is powerful stuff, okay? And shout out to Sandy if she's on here because she helped me develop that vision board and helped me with that or that type of vision board. Um, lots of different stuff in that program. It just really helps you figure out who the fuck you are as a woman. Pardon my language. This is Sagittarius moon. I'm going there. But it helps you figure out who you are, what you truly want, what you are ready to claim in your life, and how do you heal to get there? How do you get rid of all the stuff that blocks your mind and blocks your energy from reaching that 
true dream life goal. Yeah, Diane said it's very healing. Yeah, Diane had a wonderful experience through the program. So that's first announcement. Doors to enrollment close on December 15th. You can go to my website. You can click on the store section of my site. You can find it. You can also go to venalinney.com slash CC as in Conscious Creatress, CC23 as in 2023. Um, also, you can find it on my site. Send me a DM. I can also send you that information too. There um, is an opportunity to work with me one-on-one -on -one in premium enrollment, or you can just work on the program yourself in the pre-recorded um, container. And then we have an online community that will be forming more and more uh, connection with and networking with in the future as we start to integrate that into the course. So you can network with all of the other women that are navigating the course or have navigated it and completed it. You can also reach out to me to ask questions. So really, really cool program. I, it's like, it's my passion, that program. I developed it in 2020 at the perfect time. And I'm really excited to open up enrollment to help uh, some women manifest their dreams in 2023 and 2024. So I say 2023 because we have two weeks left and you have no idea the magic that can play out in two weeks with the work that you do on a daily basis. So I'm saying it. Announcement number one is done. Announcement number two is a little bit more affordable than Conscious Creators because yes, Conscious Creators is worth thousands and thousands of dollars with the stuff that I give you in it. And so it's a little bit more pricey. However, I have a super exciting thing I've been working on. We have announced this a couple of times in Moon Circles. It's finally happening. 13 Moons is launching on January 1st. It's going to launch on the 1st. It's fine. But 13 Moons is my digital monthly astrological membership. When you become a member of 13 moons, you are going to have access to all kinds of information about all of the cosmic events happening. Every new moon, every full moon, just like I share information here, we're going to go into much more detail. What kind of practices you can you do? What kind of magic can you do? What kind of stones should you work with? What kind of oils should you work with, etc.? There's going to be a lot detailed with every single particular new moon and full moon. And we might also be meeting there live to do practices together, like to do a little witchy practicing, which I'm super excited about. It's also a place to learn about your retrogrades, your eclipses, just like anything that's going on in the cosmos that might be shaking us up. We're going to have live meetups in there, and it's really going to be an all-inclusive space online for you to go and figure out what the fuck is going on in space. Because <laughs> people ask me all the time, what's going on with the moon? What's going on with astrology? And as much as you can go to my website and you can read about the season or the moon, what if you had a space where you could go in and learn more? So much more. This is also a membership designed to help you learn astrology because many people say, I want to learn it, but it's complicated. I don't understand it. Well, let me give you a space of reference. And this will just be a space that continues to get content added to it with information because our astrology changes year to year. So if you are looking to learn more about astrology, about the moons, if you want to meet up live with other women in more of kind of a sisterhood container, 13 Moons is open 
for membership enrollment at $11 a month right now. It's going to be $13 a month starting in January. If you pre-enroll now and support me, it's $11 a month. You also have an option to do a six month and a one year membership. If you wanna save a little bit more, that's available. And those deals will be good until the end of the year. The membership will continue to be available after the first of the year. It's just gonna be a little bit more expensive. So. Those are my two plugs. I think I got it in in around 10 minutes, but I wanted to share because there's super exciting things coming up with this Sagittarius cycle and with the new year, which we're about to reach. Uh, Sandy said, honored to be a part of what you love and share. Thanks for sharing your time and gifts. Yeah, thank you, Sandy. I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I have for you. Those are my announcements. That's the tarot reading. That's the stuff about the moon. We did good on keeping it under an hour-ish tonight, so... We'll shout out for that. I don't see any questions, but here's your last chance. I'm going to grab a drink of water. And if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to put it in there now. Of course, you can always DM me after this, and I can get to those um, either tonight or tomorrow, too, if you don't want to put it here. And by the way, if you're a person that kind of looks for my replays or my podcasts or you share those with people, please be patient with me. I'm having an issue with my tech and with Mercury going retrograde tonight. I'm just like not, not looking forward to it. I had to upgrade my iMovie on my computer. And for some reason, it's doing this weird thing about saving and taking forever. And I've tried everything. And we'll see what happens tonight. I'm going to try to be optimistic in the spirit of Sagittarius that everything is posted by tomorrow morning. But if it's not, it will be hopefully posted by tomorrow night, all of the replays and goodies. Our next time we meet is in two weeks. On Tuesday, December 26th, we will be navigating the full moon in Cancer. And we will talk a little bit about that energy. We'll also be coming off of the Christmas highs. It'll be interesting to hear how things went with your full moon inspired Mercury retrograde Christmas. <laughs> Be patient with conversations with family over the holidays. Keep the topics lighthearted. Don't talk about politics and religion. Don't do it. Don't talk about war. Don't talk about all that negative stuff. Sagittarius is a positive time. Let's keep it light. Let's keep it positive. Let's be happy. Let's talk about happy things. <laughs> My Libra side is kicking in with like, please be sunshine and rainbows. Let's do that. All right, love, string up your lights tonight. Light up your lights. Trim your trees. Deck your halls. This is the time to bring more light in. Sagittarius fire helps us dispel the darkness that is traversing all around us in the cold winter days and nights. So you have to light the light yourself. So make sure you decorate with lots of light in your spaces right now. And don't forget to surround yourself with lighted lighthearted people and joyful people to help encourage that light and also bringing the light out within yourself. Spread love, spread joy, spread kindness, spread what you can, where you can, how you can. It all matters. Until we meet again, loves, I want to take a moment just to thank our guides and guardians for being here and release them. And then we will seal our circle. I'm going to start with a breath. And then I'll begin by releasing our guides and guardians of the fifth element, the ether. Thank you for being here with your source consciousness to give us deep wisdom and guidance and help to encourage us towards our greatest evolution. We thank the guides and guardians of the ether for being in our circle tonight and release them now. 
We also thank the guides and guardians of the north for being in our circle with their element of earth. We thank our ancestors for being here. We thank our future ancestors and bloodline for being present. We thank all of the particular elements of the earth for being here, bringing their extra special, unique magic. We trust in it. We absorb it now. We let it do its work. And we thank the guides and guardians of the north for being in our circle as we release them now. We thank the guides and guardians of the West with their element of water, helping us to trust in time and what the future brings, helping us to take advantage of the present and make what change we need and also help to reflect on the past so that we do not make the same mistakes again. We know that we are always flowing forward and moving forward that greater ocean of creativity and joy. And we also thank the waters for being here to purify us and to help us feel more secure in our need for survival. We thank the guides and guardians of the West with their water as we release them from our circle tonight. We thank the guides and guardians of the South with their element of fire for being present, helping us to ignite the fires of our hearts and desire for change to create a better life, better world, better planet. We also thank the fires for helping us to make change with ease and also to spread our light and energy. We thank the guides and guardians of the South with their fire for being in our circle as we release them tonight. And finally, we release the guides and guardians of the East with their element of air, encouraging us to breathe through it, breathe through the stress, breathe through whatever comes. Trust in the magic of each inhale and the prana that moves into us. We trust in new beginnings with this new moon. We trust in the new beginnings of 2024 on the rise. We trust in every single day being an opportunity to be better and to grow up into the life that we deserve and we are meant to meet. We thank the guides and guardians of the East with their element of air as we release them from our circle tonight. With that, our circle is officially sealed. Thank you so much for being here and taking time out of your evening to spend with me in this digital space. Thank you for taking time to listen to the replay if that's where you're at tuning in. I appreciate you. I, I don't even have the words just appreciate you. I've taken this time off. You know, I've just been back into circles for a little over one lunar cycle. I started with the Scorpio new moon, took a hiatus with all my health and my allergies to focus on myself and get better. And I've had so many people in my hiatus say, I miss your circles and I miss you writing about the moon and I miss your newsletters and we know you need the space and we respect it, but please come back. And it just makes a girl feel wanted. So thank you. Thank you for making me feel wanted. Thank you for making me feel like I have purpose and what I do and that my channelings and messages do not fall on deaf ears. I do appreciate it always. I appreciate you being here for me and supporting me and encouraging me to continue to go after my dreams because it is definitely a dream to sit here and do this for a living. I mean, this is awesome. So thank you for letting me continue to do it. Until we meet again for that Cancer full moon or maybe in the 13 moons membership or maybe in Conscious Creatress, wherever we meet, until then, may we all be happy. May we all be healthy. May we all feel so safe and at peace. 
And may we all feel loved, be loved, and love one another. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. Blessed be. Namaste.